Hi. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Synchronicity Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Megan. And we are super excited. We're kind of revamped the podcast. So if you're an OG, thanks for sticking in there. If you're new, welcome to the wild ride. It's fun though. It is. It's great. We pretty much talk about all sorts of things from wounds to what is currently happening in the world. We talk about a lot of things. It's kind of a random podcast made by two people that have heavy Gemini in their charts. So just buckle up and um, enjoy the ride. If you hate it, see you later. If you love it, like, subscribe, stay tuned because we've got a lot coming at you. All right. Welcome back. We um, have tried to record this podcast now like literally three times. The first time we recorded it. It totally didn't work out because for some crazy reason, it told us that it was recording and then it didn't record. (laughs) And then we went to record it again and the audio sound quality was like super janky. So here we are, round three. Hopefully it works out. I have um, full faith in us that it's going to be a great podcast. This topic today, we're talking about the best friend to oxytocin, which is vasopressin which is one of the oldest peptides known to um, mammalians, mammals. And um, it's also found in reptiles as well, but usually vertebrate mammals, it is um, found in and located in like the bloodstream chemical breakdown. It's um, really responsible for bonding on a male side. Of course, women have vasopressin too, and but it does the opposite of oxytocin so we're going to get into that and kind of um break it down in regards to them being best friends it works opposite of oxytocin yes yeah um it's so the female's main hormone is oxytocin males is vasopressin and so we're going to break down like we talk a lot about like masculine and feminine behaviors and these are the driving forces behind each one which is really cool because then you can explain on a scientific level not only that male and females have different brains but also how their hormone levels work so anybody that thinks that a man can just claim to be a woman or a woman can just claim to be a man and then that's the way it works don't know hormones or biology or anything because literally on a scientific level we work completely different and actually in opposite ways so if that offended anybody i'm sorry it's the science so i'm not actually even sorry it's just something that like needs to be talked about and informed because we are very different on a biological level and when you get to talking to a lot of scientists it's like we're not even i mean really if we looked at male and female just from a science perspective we really wouldn't even be the same species so uh, how we work, how we bond is actually completely opposite in a lot of ways. And that comes down to oxytocin and vasopressin. Yeah. I mean, even how we communicate, like right-handed men, they literally, they're like air feelings and thoughts. I can't do both. Like, you know, that's why a lot of fights happen. You know, that book, women are from Venus, men are from Mars. It's clearly, there's a reason why books are written about this. This is why people talk about it. Um, but yeah, we're going to jump in and start talking about vasopressin and If you guys aren't familiar, um, it's been two weeks now since our oxytocin podcast dropped. Please go back and listen to that. Like pause it here and go listen because some of the things that we're going to talk about, you're going to be like, wait, I'm kind of confused. Or you can listen to this podcast and then go back and listen to the oxytocin and fill in the holes on your own. Um, But vasopressin is really a cool um, hormone, chemical 
um, when you really think about it. And we really, Megan and I, you know, we spend a lot of our younger years, you know, kind of doing what most young women do, pushing through relationships, kind of figuring out what's going on. Um, but, you know, chemically, we didn't understand. And so it was one of those things that now once we started studying and looking at all of this stuff, now you can really see like, wow, like what Meg said, men and women are so different. So vasopressin is actually responsible mainly for the protective side or like the territorial side of men. Um, it, it goes along with testosterone, but when vasopressin is low, men have a hard time bonding. They also have a hard time protecting and cherishing a woman. And so in order for vasopressin to become higher in a male's body, that you have to become part of their territory. They have to become familiar with you. And if you've seen this, like with, um, I'll, I'll use my relationships, for example. So if you, if I look back on it and the, the guys I didn't sleep with very early on, I like built a friendship with them. They were a lot more protective and a lot more bonded to me as we went into a relationship, as it like proceeded into a relationship, because we spent time together in like friendships. I became a part of his territory and then he became, he became protective of me. And so right now you're seeing a lot in culture. We're doing this hookup culture. Well, vasopressin is a huge part of the vasopressin levels aren't getting high enough. So people are just hooking up with each other. And then, you know, it's this relationship, I guess, of like, oh, we're hooking up you know, I'm getting what I want and they're getting what they want. And then all of a sudden the girl ends up really hurt. And the guy's like, why are you hurt? I thought this was a mutual agreement. And it's because of oxytocin vasopressin. And so you can see it when your girlfriend, you know, hooks up with a guy and then she's like, I'm so sad. Like, I'm so upset. Well, she's actually chemically bonded to him through oxytocin. Um, and he's like, oh, well, you were just a hookup. Like, men just mate different than women if vasopressin higher levels of vasopressin are not present right oxytocin when a, as soon as a woman sleeps with a man whether she likes him or not she's addicted to him because oxytocin is the most powerful chemical known to man it's what creates a bond between a mother and child um you know again if you go back to our oxytocin podcast it talks about the highest levels of oxytocin are released when a woman breastfeeds it bonds her with the baby right um, it also releases vasopressin, which is why mothering is masculine because she's give protecting and cherishing that child. So that's masculine. That's actually vasopressin. Yeah. And when, like we said, vasopressin is present in both men and women. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Well, and so, you know, with like hookup culture nowadays, we're really seeing that um, people are just, they're over bonding to people and then it's actually messing up their chemical levels. So men no longer can bond and protect like they used to. And women can't bond to their children like they used to because their oxytocin levels are so messed up because they have slept and bonded with so many men. Well, they disassociate from oxytocin. So it's, you know, when you get used to the human is the human is very adaptable. Um, you know, we learn that when we go into space and like the spine starts to decompress and like basically dissolve, you know, what we don't need or use, we get rid of. So when you have women that are bonding, using a lot of oxytocin to bond to a lot of different men, you're seeing her disassociate from bonds. So we don't know whether it's actually like 
um, a loss of oxytocin or just the way that she associates with bonding that becomes different. Um, and with men, we're actually seeing men born without vasopressin. And that's a really scary thing because if a man doesn't have vasopressin, he doesn't have any instinct to give, protect, and cherish, provide any of those things. Um, but you also see that in challenge. Men need challenge to bond. And so when you're not sleeping with a man, and like Nicole said, you become part of his territory, that is because when a man is courting a woman, he's literally, or when he falls in love, he's literally risking his life. It means I would die for you. That's what vasopressin does to a man. And so men fall in love less easily because of this. They're literally, vasopressin makes them willing to risk their own life for the woman that they bond to. And how vasopressin works is opposite of oxytocin, right? It's the more that you suppress sex, the more you become part of his territory. And then once you have sex with him, oxytocin is released, which those two chemicals, again, work together and bond the man to the woman. This is why men take longer to get over women than women take to get over men. Because once you become part of his familiar group, he he's chemically bonded to this is why men kill more often than women and things like right, that. Right. It's vasopressin. And it's really important to understand how these things work. And so when you're a woman that's sleeping with a lot of different men and a man is aware of that, he's not willing to fall in love with you and risk his life, his vasopressin for you because you're many men's territory. And men know instinctually, right, with vasopressin, this is unconscious, but women and men need to know this, that you're not worth his life. That's literally, if you are not a virtuous, integral woman, men are literally risking their lives. And when I figured this out, I was like, oh my God, wow, that's so different than how I was in my 20s. You know, and, and, and luckily I was never somebody that was like, let's go get drunk and have one night stands, you know, but there were, there's a lot of women I know that were like that and right. no judgment. That's what the culture's kind of programmed into us with Tinder and things like that. It just never felt good to me. And Luckily, I was um, enough in my awareness for whatever reason to not do that just because it didn't feel good um, or even safe. It was more like it just didn't feel safe. Uh, I don't know how people do that. Maybe I watched too, or I listened to too many crime podcasts and that kept me from being slutty in my 20s. But, you know, some women don't like true crime podcasts. Depends on how much Scorpio got in your chart. Anyway, but. It's, um, I always thought that they might be serial killers. So. Well, for sure. But you were just talking about like the heart, like men, you know, it's a huge part of men. So <clears throat> men, they have a higher risk of heart problems, right? Cardiovascular, um, in regards to falling in love and like vasopressin Ooh. is a big part of that because it helps, um, it, it actually explains scientifically the association of anxiety and ruminating with cardiovascular well yeah so vasopressin plays a huge role in cardiovascular health and right. that's why men need anchor women They're, men are literally live longer when they have women in their life and that's actually vasopressin when they have a purpose vasopressin is directly linked to purpose and right. um actually when a man goes through um anthropause he's actually more likely to have what's um, called a widow maker and it's a pseudocardiomyopathy and it's a, it's a heart attack. And so if men don't have enough vasopressin, 
and they don't have an anchor woman, they die young. This is why women live to be older. Part of the problem is that we're going to see men dying off a lot more because they don't have anchor women. Right. Um, you know, when you look at like the Tao or anything, you know, women rule oxygen. We're ethereal. You can't live without oxygen. Men rule the material. You can live without a brick. Like right. it's, 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 you know, and I know that sucks for men to hear, but I'm also like you understand that we're meant to be in mated pairs. Absolutely. We're meant to be in family units. And this individualistic, narcissistic society in which we're creating is literally costing people their lives. Look at the suicide rate. Look at like, you know, the amount of millennials that aren't having kids and aren't married. Like this is not normal. And right. also it's going to cause deaths. By the science, this is deadly. Right. You know, I actually, my mentor the other day was talking about, you know, one of the guys I was seeing and he wants to be polyamorous. And I was like, all right, see ya. Like this isn't going to work because I don't, I, I have no desire. Um, you also, know, his, his vast pressing levels never get high enough. Right. But he, she said, oh, cool. He's got like six more years of being like that. And that's going to cost him his life because men being polyamorous don't have high enough vasopressin levels. It'll kill him. And I was like, oh shit. She's like, well, yeah, you know, a lot of men, men are naturally polyamorous until their vasopressin is high enough in their bodies to bond with the oxytocin molecule. Yeah. And so men, women understand this, like it's literally killing people and you know, I'm not going to get all conspiracy theorist, but you break down the family. You literally break down everything. Well, and these chemicals are also play a huge part, like in your circadian rhythms, in your bonding, in your hot blood pressure. Like they literally, if they aren't in balance, like your body emotionally and physically, like you're imbalanced mm -hmm. because you need both of them to regulate all of these natural cycles that your body's in. Mm -hmm. So quite frankly, if you're not in a monogamous or working towards a monogamous relationship and you're having the, part of this hookup culture and like all of this stuff, you're actually really doing a lot of damage to not only just your nervous system, but to like your chemical systems mm -hmm. because everything is out of whack mm -hmm. because humans are made to bond. Like we're made to be in partnerships to create harmo like harmonious balance within the body. Yeah, and the thing is, is like when everybody learns there's no such thing as a free lunch, like everything has a price and I'll, we'll actually put this in the show notes, but there was a study done by, it was like the, it was in Canada. I, I'm not gonna name it because I'm gonna name it wrong, but we'll put it in the show notes. But it was a huge study done by a college in Canada and it, t it was actually studying hookup culture and it said about at two months, men, women start feeling used and men start feeling guilty, right? which causes depression in both because women start to be like really, really attached at two months and start to be like, well, I want to be in a relationship. And a man is like, wait, I'm confused. I thought we were just having fun, but he feels guilt and shame. And that's because, you know, it, it, this, it's not the normal way of doing things. Right. It's not... Um, Sex should not just be a transaction. Right. It should be something that, um, you know, is 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 consciously done, not just like I'm bored and, you know, you're better than my hand. Like, that's a dangerous game. It really is. And you're using someone else. And, you know, ideally, you know, oxytocin and vasopressin, they work together. And their receptors create a biological and genetic pathway that regulates attachment and bonding. Like, bonding like that's bottom line 
um, these two are very important. And it turns into like overall, you know, protection and um, being able to have grounded and balanced relationships that um, is a safe space for not just the body, but like for the nervous system as well. It's all linked. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys want any more, we always put out a podcast related to our Substack. This week, again, is Vasopressin. If you want to subscribe to us, we will be putting the link up on our Instagram and synchronicity underscore sisters. We normally put these out on Monday. Unfortunately, due to the podcasting glitch, we are a little bit behind on that recording, but we will be back on track next week on Monday. Our Substack is always up and live. We go more in depth on what we talked about in the podcast. Sometimes our podcast is more in depth. Sometimes the Substack is, but overall, it's a lot of information with a lot of really great references. If you don't follow our our podcast on social media, head over there at synchronicity underscore podcast. Of course, our main page is synchronicity underscore sisters. And of course, if you guys want to work with us, you want more information, we coach uh, and help people mostly in relationships or finding relationships. We also work with entrepreneurs and anybody really walks of life. If we resonate with you, you can apply on our website at synchronicity222.com. But most of all, we hope you have a wonderful day. And thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. Is that enough tangents? <laughs>